Hello 40 Day Flippers, I'm very proud today to have invited my coach Michelle who works at Orange Theory in Hawthorne and that's somewhere I've been going since about May. Now one of the unique things about Orange Theory is they do something called interval training and in your intro pack I talked a little bit about some of the theory of interval training so Michelle is here to discuss some of those concepts with me but first of all I'd love to find out Michelle what was the reason that you got into fitness? in the first place? What motivated you? Okay, so when I was growing up, I was quite a chubby teenager. And my father started marathon running when I was around 16 years or so. And I thought that was a great, great thing to do because yeah. it just got me out in the fresh air, it got me out doing something. But it was very focused on that one aspect, which was running. And after years and years of that, I got a little bit of wear and tear in my body and I thought right. I've got to change it up. Yeah. So that's when I became a personal trainer okay. and started my own outdoor boot camp business. Lovely. And I did that for about 10 years, but then I found the outdoors wear and tear on my own body training other people. I needed to do something to regenerate myself. Yeah. So that's when a girlfriend of mine introduced Orange Theory to me and I found the interval training there really helped me in that controlled environment. Um, really helped me to build up my own muscle strength and also my, bring back my running fitness that I had lost over the years of training other people. Yeah, lovely. Well, we're very aware that um, the people who are doing this flip will be at very different stages of their fitness journey. Um, what we do at Orange Theory, there's a lot of fit people there, but there's a lot of people who are sort of at the beginning of journey as well. But Michelle's willing to share some general concepts with us, which I hope that you'll find valuable. Um, and you've obviously worked with a number of people at the beginning of their fitness journey or they might be returning after quite some time. What's some of the things that people have had in their mind that might have held them back or they might have some fears about when they're sort of starting back into that process? Okay, so a common thing people say when they are coming back or they haven't done fitness for a lot of years is, I really wanted to get fit before I came into Orange Theory. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get fit for the fit. It's like yeah. cleaning before the house cleaner. Correct, yeah. correct, yeah. Uh, which I still do. Yes, yeah, um, a little bit of that. <laughs> Um, but it's really about coming in wherever you're at and starting from base and moving from there. So you can start on a power walker or a strider or a bike when you first come in if you're not confident enough on a treadmill for the cardio section. And you gradually progress from there. You get more confident in what you're doing. You start to understand the workout a little better and progression, gradual progression is the key. So for some people who uh, may not like going to gyms because that can be a bit intimidating for some people or um, for financial reasons, it might be easier to just work with equipment they've got. Mm -hmm. I gave an example of um, brief interval training in your pack with a treadmill. And let's say someone's going walking or they might be a rower or a rowing machine. What are some of the things that you would like them to know at the beginning of that journey? What prep should they do? To before they start their own before interval training? Before they start their own just sort of thing. tiny little milestones. So for example, if you haven't walked for a while, just take a lap of the block. Next day, take a lap of two blocks. Next day, a lap of three blocks. If three blocks is enough for you for the week, then just stick with that three blocks until you feel confident to take four blocks yeah. on the walk. So gradual increases on, on your levels of training. Yeah. One of the things I also talked about in the flip is understanding your structure and your form and being a chiropractor I'm dealing with that all the time and Michelle and I've had some conversations about when people um, throw themselves into exercise and they might be a little underprepared sometimes if their structure is out of balance that their exercise can flush out an issue that they weren't aware of and sometimes that might make them stop so one of my recommendations in the flip is make sure you check in with your body worker obviously chiropractor or physio or remedial therapist so that you've got that person on board with 
you. Is that something you've noticed with people as well? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So an ongoing or an, an issue that has been subsided for a while, the, the training will bring that up again. And at least it identifies what that is. And sometimes that will, I, I'm always about encouraging training through that. And, and a lot of the practitioners we recommend including yourself, Paula, um, actually know about the workout and encourage continual training on a lower base while they're getting the treatment. So mm -hmm. it's really important not to stop. It's important to keep moving, but at a reduced rate, but still keeping up with your treatments as well as your training. So I've been um, a gym person since I was about 15 uh, with the work I do it's fairly physical so I do need to maintain a certain amount of fitness and agility I have at times uh, practiced poor ergonomics and caused myself some issues and I've had a few sporting injuries along the way so the things that I'm talking to you about are the things that I apply to myself but uh, I started experimenting with reading a bit about interval training uh, before I started Orange Theory um, and I realized that there's there's a certain there's a certain thing why interval training we talked about um, you often talk about VO2 max mm -hmm. and in my pack I was talking about thinking about the heart as being something that needs to be elastic could you just talk a little bit about the theory behind interval training rather yeah, than sure. you know doing an hour at a certain exactly pace? so interval training is all about the peaks and troughs in your fitness so it's not healthy for us to always be working at our maximum heart rate it is healthy for us to go up to a, a, a maximum that's right for our body and then come down into the troughs and have that recovery. So um, high, interval in, high intensity interval training is about getting to those peaks but also um, accessing those troughs as well so that you can then come back and either repeat that effort or come back at a lower, lower level. And over time, those peaks and troughs become your normality and it actually makes your heart more elastic because it's used to stretching out a little bit and then coming back to start position again. Yeah. So it does make it more elastic. It actually increases the ability for your heart to regenerate and actually access more oxygen on that post-oxygen intake, that EPOC that we talk about. And so by going to those peaks and troughs, it actually enables that post-excess post oxygen consumption to work more efficiently. And that is your body regenerating and getting that afterburn effect and actually burning calories, but actually regenerating that heart and getting that oxygen moving around your body. So at Orange Theory, they have this color coding system. We all have heart rate monitors. And, and one of the things I suggested you do in preparation for the flip and, and getting yourself set up for success is to have some sort of possibly wearable device, be it like a Fitbit or a heart rate monitor. So you can actually track what's going on with your percentage heart rate across your exercise period. And I know on my Fitbit there has a, you know, sort of like a base zone and then there's sort of a fat burning zone and then there's going into a cardio zone. Um, and each uh, unique software associated with your device would have that. But with uh, Orange Theory, you talk about base, which is your green, and mm -hmm. then we have our next, which is our orange, mm -hmm. hence Orange Theory, and then we have our red, which is the real peak. Mm -hmm. And you often talk about making sure you can come back to your base. Could you just expand on that a fraction more? Yes, yeah, sure. So our base is anywhere between 71% to 84 83% of our heart rate capacity, and that's determined by your age your weight height, okay? That's all excess before we actually start our mm. workout. So when you're in your base, you're in that challenging but doable feeling. That's what we talk about, that green zone. And that is a zone where we are feeling like we can recover a little bit, but we are a little, it's not like a walking recovery. It's not just a resting heart rate. It is mm. a challenging heart rate. The um, orange zone is that 84% to 91% of your heart rate. And that's where we focus on earning 12 minutes or more for the whole of the one hour workout mm. is being in that zone. Um, and that is your higher training base zone, but that's where you actually burn a lot of calories, not just during the workout, but yeah. after the workout as well. Yeah. And then our red zone, we don't, 
coach to because it's not a safe coach point. Right. But we only go there for a maximum of one minute at a time and yeah. then straight into a walking recovery. So for people who uh, might be, uh, you know, at the beginning of their journey, would you say that, uh, you know, that percentage heart rate is perhaps a little bit safer in that 60 to 75% range to be able to hold that and then maybe back to walking recovery, particularly if they're like, oh, wow, I haven't quite done it like this before. Would yes. that be a little safer approach? That would be safer. However, when you do first come to Orange Theory, your heart rate will jump up because it is going to be a very different training than what you're used to. I will remember my first couple <laughs> of workouts. And, and some people <laughs> do get a little worried when their heart rate is in those higher orange and red zones when they, they they start to panic a little bit and we're always looking at your perceived rate of exertion so if you are in those zones we are always checking in to make sure you're feeling okay if you're feeling okay we get you to slightly turn away from that and just focus on how you're feeling what you're feeling what you're and then you're you'll naturally be getting in those higher zones to start with especially mm. if you've come from an unconditioned point of view mm. um, and then over time those results will come down and that will be a measure of how your fitness is improving mm. I guess um, there's a few things there's a lot of things that I've gained since stepping into the orange theory community and there's some great quotes on the wall and um, I've sort of taken some of those on board uh, the one of them was uh, think about why you started and of course we asked you all to write a why letter at the beginning because you have to have a strong rationale and that's linked to your smart goals um, and the other one that really resonates with me is don't wish for it work for it so with that in mind if you are actually wanting to switch on your fitness a bit we're not telling you to go to your peak all the time we're telling you to just stretch it a little bit at a time so it might be very incremental and certainly in this first 40 days you might find that you can't go too far but you know what over a 40 week period you might find that slowly 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 you actually get to stretch that heart that little bit more and you can withstand being at those slightly higher zones the safety aspect I would say as I did in the pack is like if you're uncertain about your cardio health please go check in with your general practitioner and get some boundaries around that but you know what little goals are okay and just slowly building that slowly over a period of time and being patient over the longer term just not yeah. expecting a magic pill that it's going to happen in two weeks it's not yeah it's taken 10 to 15 years of you being out of condition for a lot of people for various reasons in their lives they've made a decision to come back so that journey has to be slow and progressive otherwise you will Go, it's too hard, I'm out of here. <laughs> do, you, do you think that anyone can actually do some version of interval training? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, a lot of, you know, there, there are a lot of businesses out there that cater for varying things. It just mm. depends what your body, what, what, you, what in, you enjoy, basically. So for some people, it's a Zumba class yeah. or a Les Mills-based class in a gym with, a, yeah. with people. Some people want a, a more one-on-one -on -one sort yeah. of process. Um, so every business will have its own thing but it's accessible to everyone at any point in time. And I think the, um, the general uh, population or what we've been educated to believe is once you get over a 40, 50 year old age gap that you should be cutting out cardio and just mm. power walking. Yeah. It's not true. Your bodies can actually do more than what you, what you think they can. Yeah. Um, and when you've got the safety now of all the heart, um, heart rate monitoring yeah. and um, safety of professional trainers around you, you're in a very safe, uh, safe environment where you're going to be exercising correctly. You're also going to be monitored so that if anything should feel a little bit 
um, unusual, you can alert someone or they'll be onto it because I can mm. see what's happening. And or you screen. can press pause. Correct. Yeah. At any time, you can always do that and someone will be there to check on you to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Certainly, uh, my journey uh, with this type of training, uh, I did not love it for the first four to six sessions, but then I actually did start to love it a bit more because of the feeling I had afterwards. And I suppose I noticed I could just start to do a little bit more, so I didn't feel like the slug in the room. Um, but what I want to say is people uh, come to this particular particular place of Orange Theory and all sorts of um, starting points. So as Michelle was saying, they, they are wanting to cater to that. And certainly in the context of this flip, something like Orange Theory may not suit you or you may not be in that location for it. But just know wherever your starting point is, it's okay. And you can just do that and then incrementally build it over a period of time. That's really something I want you to take home. And I want you to pat yourself on the back when you actually have done three sessions of something a week compared to doing nothing. You'll see your steps go up, you'll see your calories calories burned change um, but also sometimes you've got to spend a bit of energy to get a bit more energy it's about stoking the engine of that that digestive system and giving yourself enough fuel and that's something we were just touching on in our, our pre-interview chat mm -hmm. about making sure you're getting enough fuel. nutrition enough nutrition over that period of time to um, recover and give yourself the energy for that mm -hmm. um, lastly I'm just going to let Michelle just do a an outrageous plug for Orange Theory and it is uh, it's for me it's quite unique I haven't ever found it's a different style of exercise but there's a few other special things about the community Orange Theory that um, you don't find in many fitness groups do you mm -hmm. well the the benefit with Orange Theory is the hardest thing that people find is making their way in the door once they're in yeah. the door they're welcomed by the people at the front desk, the trainer's there to help them through this session, and they're surrounded by like-minded people. And that's the thing. Oh, I'm there for feeling the... nervous and a little bit yeah. embarrassed. Yeah. Because I sort of felt like I should know this stuff. I no. should be better to start yeah. with, but really I'm just an average person. And we're all, yeah. we've all been in the same boat. Myself too, I came there as a, a personal trainer and I thought I should know more about this. I should be understanding more about what's going on and I didn't. Mm. So I've been, as a fitness professional, coming in feeling that same way. Mm. Um, so once you walk in, and a lot of people say it's just that walking in the door, once they're in you're welcomed by everyone it's different from a gym I used to stand outside classes and no one would have eye contact with you it's a different different thing you don't have to talk with anyone but there's people there if you want to have a chat so you can stay out in the waiting area or you can just line up for your class and be on your phone it doesn't matter you're there for one hour only for the whole hour and you're only competing with yourself you're competing with yourself you are right next to other people but you're on your own personal best journey and one so. of the really nice things is when you might have done a bit of a hard workout and you're having a you know you look across at someone else they're feeling the same exactly the sometimes same. there's a little high five or good yep. on you and there's a lot of encouragement in that community and the other thing is having done the challenge with you last year which actually really you know honestly did uh, feed my idea about creating something quite unique for my clinic community the one really important thing and as you know we've created this little private Facebook group it's a safe group that we're sort of putting up and sharing um, and that was quite amazing you're currently doing another challenge and it's, it's a fair bit of effort but you need to know that that little bit of encouragement or interaction that you have for the person who's going through the thing it, it's it's enormous you know, a little, oh, a little thumbs up, a little are you good on you. I remember when I was going through, I had there was a bit of a crisis as a member of my family. Somehow I got through it. I got on the treaty one day and I ran till I cried because it was just stress, but it was also okay that I fell off the wheels for, you know, 12 hours, for 24 hours, and then I got back on the horse mm. with those principles, yep. forgave myself and went, okay, let's just keep plugging away. It's, it's that bigger picture entirely. Michelle, I have to say thank you so much for your generosity of time. Mm -hmm. 
um, she's shared a lot with us and I hope she's been able to expand your understanding of the concept of interval training, particularly if you've never come across it before. Please know you can do it in your own safe version if you want more advice. For anyone who is in Adelaide and is interested to give a go, Orange Theory do these little um, free workout passes, so you can um, suck it and see, you can have a little bit of a go. Um, and what's really lovely is in talking to Michelle today, we were talking about the similarities of style and what we like to have in this clinic is develop relationships with people to be there for them over a period of time. People sometimes come and go for, from care depending on what's going on and you have that same experience too in serving that community don't you? Absolutely yeah definitely about networking and, and co people come and go from both of our businesses and we always want to leave that door open either way because you know Australia, Adelaide especially is a small place and we want to leave that nice feeling that you had a good time while you were there and mm. for whatever reason you, you're you going away for a little and while. And hopefully learn something. Exactly yeah. um, and then taking that into your rest of your life as well that you get the experiences at Orange there and you can take that and apply that for the rest of your life. Well thank you Flippers for your attention this has been a lovely interview with Michelle I feel very privileged that she's done that. Thank you. Thanks Paula. And we'll be talking to you soon. See ya. See ya.